When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of More Than Friends with Ray and Kens. I'm Ray. I'm Kens. And we're dating. Moving right along. Moving right into it. How the hell are you, Kens? I am so good. So I had a an insane day yesterday. Tell me. Yesterday was Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, I flew out of Burbank. B U R to uh, Phoenix. P H X. Yes. Okay. At about eight a.m. Landed, went to my brother and his wife's baby shower. All right. Because yep. I am going to be a gay aunt in October. A gaunt. A gaunt. <gasps> Big deal alert. Oh, my God. Okay. First time for First me. time gaunt. First time gaunt. So, obviously, I have a lot to do before October hits, which is uh, get more into the gay aunt aesthetic. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I think you need to, first of all, buy some type of, like, cargo, ca- like... Capri. Cap- well, no. first off, cargo shorts. Cargo shorts must. And like khaki bucket hat that's waterproof. I have to do that. I have to buy a season pass to the national parks. Mm-hmm. I have to get a Subaru. Yes. All the gifts I give her have to be book related. Maybe um, geology books. Ge- yes. Or like when you can make your own crystals at home. Yes. You know, when you can grow yes. your own minerals at home. Yes. Wait, have you yes. ever done like your own tum- rock Obviously, tumbler? Obviously, I have a rock tumbler. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Yes. So you were born to be a gaunt. I was. But I do feel like like your soul My has... Soul, oh, it's been there for... Maybe you change your name to Tab- Tammy. Oh, all right. Name change is in the works. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. Tam- Tammy Goodwin. Ah! Uh, yeah, there's a lot that I have to do before the, the child is birthed, which I'm very, very excited about. Is So is this child... You said October? It's going to be an October baby. Will this be a... This is going to be a either a Libra uh-huh. or it she okay yep she uh she's gonna either be a libra or a scorpio whoa a scorpio woman a scorpio which i love Love scorpios Scorpios, but also i'm scared of scorpios Scorpios. nazar is a scorpio yeah Um, we love water signs yes but also and i'll say this Mm -hmm. my my world has been completed by scorpio yeah but also my world has been set aflame and destroyed by a scorpio as you haven't lived if you haven't had a scorpio break your heart if you haven't welcomed a scorpio into your life with open arms and then watch them pour kerosene <laughs> all yes. over it and drop a cigarette <laughs> yeah. then you have not lived that is not yeah that's so funny yeah but that being said like it, even if she is a libra because she's she you know she has a um the due date is a scorpio but mm-hmm. she could be early but you never know you never know I, love a libra. I, d- I do love a libra my brother's libra oh, my old know. roommates are libra yeah they're very they're probably the sweetest, sweetest humans i've ever met mm-hmm. just very caring very like down-to-earth gentle humans yeah i love a libra so that's a win-win it is yeah so i'm i'm very pumped but then i went to the baby shower did a tight five of course and then nothing like being the stand-up comedian yeah, of the, the family shower, yeah. well kenzie why don't you uh get up there get up there yeah. <laughs> it sucks uh, why don't you roast the bride <laughs> I fucking wish, you know, if I had a baby shower, that's what I would do. A roast. Is have a ro- You know what is funny is they actually did kind of do a, a roast. And I want to talk to you about this. They had cards that they gave out halfway through the baby shower. Fascinating. That said, um, it was like guesses. What do you think the baby's going to get from the mom? What do you think the baby's going to get from the dad? Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. 
And everyone was like, for the mom, her smile, her brains, her sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote on my brothers what they want the baby to get from the dad. Wait. Excuse (laughs) me? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Like LBs? LBs. What the fuck? We all were like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? (laughs) They were just picking like features from him, like his arms, his eyes. Oh, God. They didn't understand (laughs) this. They didn't understand it. It was very funny. But I want to start giving those out at our shows because I just want people to tell us what our best features are. A hundred percent. I would <laughs> love to everyone. Basically, like I want people to write down what they like about us. Exactly. And that's what it is. You're having your your family and friends write down what they think the best, best qual- qualities, yeah. what they want your children to get from you. Let's do that at our shows. I want to. And it's kind of what people are doing in our, our Apple, our reviews, our podcast oh. reviews right now. Should we read a few? We did get a couple new ones. And by the way, they they make my day when I read them. This is so important. Also, thank you so much for leaving us a review. It makes us grow and thrive into this giant queer empire. Empire queer. <laughs> empire. Stop. So please keep re- keep please keep doing this for us. I also love reading them. Read me a few, Mackenzie. Okay, we got this one that said, "You two are the funniest humans I've encountered." Hot. Love the pod. Respect the name change. Adore the Patreon. Whoa. And then uh, we got a boss. Here. And then they said, "My wife and I would totally marry you both." Okay, cool. <laughs> I love a that. Huge. Yeah, big. Fa- I love that. This one goes quads on quads on Ken's, Whoa. which is actually my fantasy. My quads on your quads. And then on my face. Ooh, hot. All the quads on my face. That's hot. Uh, somehow I've gone 150 plus episodes without writing a review, and that's sick and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and criminal. Uh, that's sick. And and you know what? It is. Thank you for being aware enough so I don't have to say it. Exactly. If you're listening to this pod and you've like binge, you know how many people are like, I just discovered you from TikTok, and now I've watched, listened to a hundred of your episodes. Yeah. Well, don't DM that to me. I mean, yes, of course, do. I love it. Write a review. Write us a review, yeah. baby. Uh, and then they go, uh, you subscribe, do it, and clap and say, I believe in quads. <laughs> oh, thank you. So- My quads so, are out. Yeah, your quads are always out. I'm telling you, these shorts, you're really coming into your own with these shorts. Thank you so much. I feel like I was raised to not wear shorts on stage. And to that, I say, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you guys. So back to what I was talking about. Yeah. I flew to Phoenix, went to the baby shower, mm-hmm. crushed came home all in one day that's a lot and i'm exhausted two flights in one day two flights in one day oh god so you're just kind of holding on by a thread by a thread however i know and i also i'm meeting you where you're at because i did just chug a latte so i feel like my head is full of a thousand bumblebees oh this is gonna be a good episode then. Uh, yeah buckle (laughs) up we have a guest today which is very exciting we do tell us about the guest um this guest is, I mean, a friend of the pod. And yeah. also, I've done, I mean, how many shows have we done with this? A ton. A ton. ton. Every comedian. time I see him on a on a lineup, I'm like, that's going to be a, a fucking show. awesome show. Uh, I just, like, absolutely adore our guest. And it's just, like, so fun. You, you ever just, like, watch people do stand-up and you're like, you just get exactly, like, you just get it. And, yeah. like, just so funny and so smart and, mm-hmm. like, so likable. Yeah. And I'm and just hot. very, yeah, I'm say honestly, gorge, absolutely gorge. And it's just very exciting to have him on this podcast today. I mean, also you've seen him. He's blowing up. He is. Well, if you haven't seen, if you got Roku, um, Roku just released Nikki Fresh, which yep. is, uh, he was a co-star of it with Nicole Richie. And it is so fucking funny. And I hate to even say this because mm-hmm. we already are all thinking it, but Nicole Richie is a goddess to die for. Yes, obviously. 
an absolute like yeah beacon of humor beauty mm-hmm. personality yeah. iconship for decades so fuck go go watch it you're you will not be disappointed you absolutely won't <laughs> so without further ado ladies and gentlemen, jared goldstein say hello jared hello jared <laughs> wow okay i'm on fire i'm already on i'm bringing my a game killing it <laughs> killing it jared do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself i know that like you have been i mean we've been doing shows together for years and i've yeah. had you do i've done like my outdoor show with jared a few times yeah. people don't forget you mm-hmm. easily let's say that Thank you. I also will never forget your open mic. <gasps> oh. I loved your open mic so much. The Oaks Tavern, RIP. You, you cannot underestimate or undervalue the contribution that is a good open mic to the community. It is so important. Yeah. So, Jared, you are on with More Than Friends with Ray and Ken's. Who is your favorite lesbian besides us two? Oh, I was hoping he would say me. Oh, wow. Can't. Can't. Who is my favorite lesbian besides the two of you? Mm -hmm. Okay. One answer came like rushing to mind. Yeah. A second answer followed. (laughs) Um, Okay. It's, can I say at the moment, it's a tie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's okay because this is the two dykes franchise. Mm -hmm. Yes. So my answer includes two of them. Perfect. Love it. Um, and okay, the answer besides Mackenzie and Rachel mm-hmm. is Canada's Robbie Hoffman. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And America's Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yes, you yes. got it right. <laughs> yes, you know what's funny? She's I was really thinking good. Rosie. Yeah, yeah. Rosie does it all. Yeah. It's incredible. I watched her most recent stand-up. I think it's called A Heartfelt Mm Stand-Up. And it is so good. (laughs) She's still good at stand-up comedy and doesn't probably doesn't even do it. No, she's mostly on TikTok now. She's a diamond. She's so she's such a diamond. And to be able to just be like, I feel so seen and encapsulated and warm from somebody who is so, you know, like well, she's not our generation. Right. I'm like, well, she transcends. Yeah. She transcends. She does. Mm-hmm. God. Wow. You answered I, correctly. I have the same haircut that she, <laughs> that she had when she became famous and was on her TV show. And which is, it's, it's a, it's a, a thick black bob mm-hmm. with yes. a chunky undercut. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know you had that undercut under there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very grown out at the moment. I've got to refresh it. But the first undercut I ever saw was Rosie O'Donnell in an interview revealing her undercut. Oh. And I was like, huh? <laughs> the back half of her head is gone? Uh, and she said, it's because her hair is so thick. And I was like, interesting. That's weird. And then when I grew my hair out, I was like, it's too thick. And I was like, oh, what if I do that thing Rosie did? Genius. And now and I feel really like is... bisexuals everywhere have been like, that's mm-hmm. who we are. That's how mm-hmm. I feel seen in my haircut world. I mean, it's, she's an icon. She is an icon. And she's also now in yeah. the new L word. Yes. And, and that's crushing been it. really oh. fun. She's back. Perfect. Yeah. She's just incredible. What a career. <laughs> God. I mean, it's so great. I mean, to, to, man, to be a stand-up comedian who can act and really act, it's like, what? That is so sexy. Well, it that's is. you. Is that not? I hope. I aspire. 
Oh, absolutely. I certainly cannot act, but people keep asking me to try. <laughs> I How's trying going? Bad. So Mackenzie basically has me. I she is my setup for self tapes. Um, throughout we've we okay. potted together <laughs> yeah. during like lockdown. Lockdown. We're neighbors, and it yeah. has been nice to be in the same pod together. And then everything went to self tapes. It's so my favorite thing to Mackenzie, watch her self tape. Well, first of all, I have mental breakdowns, and I'm not an actor. And the amount of times that I have told people, "Hey, I'm not an actor. Definitely can't do anything dramatic. Definitely can't do anything that isn't kind of my natural cadence." It's basically well, you're being kind of dramatic right now. So <laughs> yeah. I think don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Literally, thank you. Mackenzie got to You're see like, I'm not an actor. I can't do this. So if you <laughs> I'm like at a full 10 being like, I don't go there. Who, me? Theater? Never. I'm posing. But Mackenzie got to see the things that I went out for, which is basically just like fat bitch eats pizza. <laughs> but it's different so iterations funny. of that. Or they'll be like, fat villain eats pasta. Like... <laughs> It's been just a treat. It's so fucked up what they take oh her out for. Oh my god, that has happened. I, how many times have I auditioned for um, Demon Faggot from Hell? <laughs> or like Gay Office Bitch? Oh it's just like, God, it sucks. Yeah, it is. It's interesting to see who people think that you should be. Yeah, it's fucked based up. Based on yeah, just kind it's of horrible. appearances horrible. alone. It's, no one should really have to mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah. You get it. It's And the terrible. thing is, some people really soar. Some people, like, can do that. And it's so cool to watch. Like, John Early, absolutely mm-hmm. to the moon. And when you watch him, you know that he's in charge of the presentation. And it's so funny. And you see, he delivers like what is what I what was maybe written as flat, and and it performs it. It's so full and layered, and you yeah. see all these like, oh, it's heaven. But I I don't know. I don't I don't know that I have it in me. I think you do. And I, I wonder like, is it my own internalized homophobia that's like keeping me from it? Like I don't even know. Like maybe it is. Maybe it is. But. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. The, the amount of times I've made a tape to play like like a demon homosexual uh, and I would get like a note back like, can you do it again? And can you really commit? Really commit. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. True. No, that's me committing. The notes back on, an, on a self-tape audition make me feel... Like running into traffic. I'm like, this was oh, it. Yeah. This was take 16. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is it. You got it. Also, by the end of like uh, lockdown tapes, um, I just lost it because I was like, okay, I'm going to really, like, I can't do stand up. So I have to figure this out. And I have to really put my best foot forward and really like go for this. So I like, got an acting coach over Zoom. I was like doing these exercises. I was like, I was like working on, I was like memorizing all these sides. I was like really giving the, you know, a full effort, nothing to show for it after like four months, absolutely nothing to show for it. And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to do it my way. And then I started making these really chaotic tapes where I would, I'm like, I'm not memorizing anything anymore. I won't do it. Yes. I will commit it to short term memory and I will have uh, the sides just out of frame. Yes. I will not. Keep hounding my friends 
to read with me. So I'm not having a reader. Yes. I will turn all of the, I will turn the whole scene into a monologue if I can. Oh, that's cool. Any Joe, any like any bad writing, I will change. I will say something different, better, more interesting. Something that just makes me not want to blow my fucking brains out. Yes. I love that. Um, and I, and I will spend no more than an hour, maybe an hour and a half on it. Really an hour. So I make that tape. I send that. Because I was like, look, I'm doing it the right way and I, sh- I have nothing to show for it. Right. So I started doing that. And honestly, it's been going way better since I started doing that. Wow. That's great. I love that. That's genius. Yeah. And then you also, I mean, when did you shoot? Because you booked Nikki Fresh, which is so funny, so successful. Just got picked up by Roku. Yeah. And did. when did you shoot that? That was before everything. That was like the November, like November 2019. Wow. Wow. Until like, uh, it was basically like two weeks and then a couple more days spread out over like a couple months, but we were, we were fully done with that. Yeah. And it it was exciting. We got picked up for a second season. There was even a graphic for it. That was very exciting. And then like truly a month later, Quibi went under. That (laughs) fucking sucks. Cause you were like, everyone loved your character. Was it like a lot of improv? It was entirely, yeah. It was it was so fun. Because the, the character was not really on the page. I mean, a lot of it would just be like, and then they go to the grocery store and talk to people. Wow. And then we would just do that. Um, so it was exciting to, like, get to write for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'd not, I hadn't, like, been able to do that up until that point. Um, so to just, like be given permission to be as dumb as possible. They're like, just say whatever, do whatever. Like, we'll just cut whatever we can't use. Like, just go and go. And it was like so fun. Cause also like, it's to real people. So like the part of me that is like just a little twerp, like <laughs> 11 year old is like, I can't wait to say this to real people, you know? <laughs> Um, and it was great. And Nicole Richie is the greatest person alive. Just smart, funny, gorgeous, kind, compassionate, generous, like just an absolute angel. Like I truly, I was like the, the diva on set. I was the problem. (laughs) I had Nikki or Nicole Richie, if I may, if I may get t- too personal, she would come into the <laughs> restaurant that I served at several times. And oh. I always got to have those moments where you're like, oh, I got to see Nicole Richie today at work. Mm-hmm. And she would come in with, and I don't want to over exaggerate, the largest dog I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What kind of dog? Like St. Bernard. Oh my God. I didn't know she had a St. Bernard. I, and I don't know if it's it, got to be bigger than her. It's bigger than her 100%. And she would kind of park it on the patio and then come <laughs> in and order and then go sit down. And I'd be like, wow, she's so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Are you guys down for an inquiry? <gasps> an inquiry. Yes. We Ready? have uh, listeners, uh, Send us in questions that they have that they want us to answer, and we're all going to answer it with Jared. And this one was sent to us via email. If you have an inquiry yourself that you want us to answer, please email us at morethanfriendspod at gmail.com. We also checked our DMs, and I check them more than Mackenzie does. And I'm not, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm busy. If somebody's responding to you, it's probably me, topless, on a hoverboard, in my house. 
Just Actually, DMing. that's real. Yeah, that is real. Yeah. Okay. okay. I love that. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, sorry. That's My your skirt. That's you evolving. Yeah. A hoverboard topless. Yeah. That is, that's Rachel actualizing. Thank you. I feel very seen. I'm like very much running around in my expensive gender neutral underpants, Mm -hmm. no top, lights off, hoverboarding, DMing. (laughs) Yeah. It's true because I get Snapchats. I get a lot of Snapchats from that. (laughs) Hey there. First off, I want to say thank you for the podcast. It's everything I need right now and I'm very glad I found it. About a month and a half ago, I met a woman who I thought was perfect for me. She's a soft butch. Uh, she's the soft butch of my dreams. And in true lesbian fashion, we spent nearly every day for a week together after our first date. We joked about getting a dog and moving in together. Our communication was so healthy and wonderful, and it really seemed like I was go- it was going to be good. We had so much fun and so much in common, and we clicked in a way I've never felt before. Fast forward a couple weeks, and she began to pull back a little bit. I didn't know why it began, and I felt very uncertain and uncomfortable. Despite this, we took a small road trip together, and during this time, (laughs) there were infinite mixed signals. She'd nitpick my words or say things to make me feel bad about opening up to her. But she was very affectionate at the same time. So long story short, things ended up getting pretty ugly uh, in a significant and hurtful fight. Oh, no. She said the pace we were moving at scared her, despite us having multiple discussions to check in about this. So she's very done, and I and uh, and I should be because it's clear she got some she's got some commitment issues, and she wasn't very kind to me when I was upset. So, however, even though we only dated for just over a month, my heart is breaking. Oh, she's literally the first thing I think of every morning, and she's I've barely eaten or slept. It's been about two weeks since, and I'm fully convinced I fucked up my chance at happiness and that I'm just not good at this dating thing. I can't stop blaming myself despite logically knowing that we both have things we need to work on. I feel stupid and pitiful for getting so attached so quickly. Um, Our lesbian dating pool is smallish here, so now I feel like very hopeless, and it's really affected me. Any advice you could give me on healing would be greatly appreciated. P.S. I've attached a photo of myself so you can tell me how hot I am. Okay. Well, you're very hot. Uh, she's she's gorgeous. She's a smoke show. Can I see? Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Gorgeous. You're going to have no problem. Um. Wow. Okay. So let me just first kind of say I have had a, a very similar experience. I used to love bomb people where I would... Love bomb? Love bomb. Oh, I've never heard of that. This is a fuck boyery type of behavior where you go very intensely, very directly at a person in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. where you're overwhelming them really quickly and fast with, like, you go from zero to 100 a lot of times. You know what? Men do this a lot. This yeah. will, or it even happens just queer dating in general, where mm-hmm. you're going to be like, I know we just, I just met you and this is crazy, but here's my number. I'm going to call you every single day for the next seven days type <laughs> of thing. And then you go hot and fast, yeah. and then it burns, and then you were like, actually, now that you're, Attached in me yeah. and in love with me and have fed my ego, I am going to disappear from your life forever. I got my needs met. You're obsessed with me and now I'm gone. It is kind of a tactic used by, you know, kind of toxic type of people. Mm-hmm. And I have had this happen to me, which I didn't realize that I was doing it earlier, where, and it was four months instead of one, but still, you know, we're talking months, not years. This was done to you, not you did it to someone. I used to do it. Okay. Micro levels. But it was happened to me. I dated a girl for four months 
She came in very hot. I was not realizing kind of what was happening. And she told me she loved me and like had all these plans and like like would send pictures of engagement rings to my other friends to have them show to me. And I've never what? experienced that level of like intensity before. And I was just like kind of, I'm, I can like meet you where you're at, like oh kind God. of a deal. And then one day she called me and broke up with me over the phone and I never saw her again. So That's I know that crazy. this type of thing kind of has happened. And I think like, has it ever happened to either of you guys? I have done that to people. I haven't oh, wow. experienced it though. And now I'm realizing it was because I was not ready for a relationship. Yeah, it is a tactic. But yeah. as far but as... But it's not something that I went in being like, right. this is something I'm going to do. Right, it's subconscious. It's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Um, I guess the question was like, any advice on kind of healing to get over a, a breakup? And I would say, I feel like w when reading this question, mm -hmm. I think that this person is judging themselves a lot for the length of the relationship and saying, I'm not entitled to feel this hurt. And I will say to that, you know... You trying to suppress how hurt you're feeling is just going to lengthen your healing process. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long it was. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter that you, you know, don't judge yourself for feeling silly for how you're feeling. The quicker you can accept that your feelings are hurt and it sucks, the quicker that you're going to be able to just kind of move through it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, really sink your teeth into it. Stay home or get out of the home, whichever one you need, but just really let yourself have it. I don't know that I've been love bombed, but I have been like dating someone who pulled out hard and fast. Yeah. Like, um, and it's really, uh, tough and it's really like sad because sudden, and then you, you do, you feel foolish because you had all these plans for the future and they're just in an instant, they are gone. And ugh, it is, it is awful. But if you can just lay on the kitchen floor and not fight it, uh, that will really, really help. And time. Time really helps because, like, I know how it feels to feel as though the pool is small. Mm -hmm. um, but, but the world is really big, though. So even if the pool is small, eventually, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll someone new will come around. Um, and... You've been alone this long and you've been okay. And it was so cool to think that you weren't going to be alone, but you were wrong <laughs> and you are going to be alone, but you're going to be okay because you've been alone and it's been okay. And someone new will come around and I don't know. Like I don't, I've never been in a serious relationship and I don't know if like, I just don't know. I'm like, maybe life is not about partnering and then going, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. It might just be about like being with yourself through the whole thing and kind of like, if I could give any like concrete advice, I would recommend do not go on a road trip a few weeks in. I couldn't agree more, but that's Don't the most lesbian thing I've ever heard or queer woman thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it is. I think you're right. Because I think what happened was midway through this dating month, 
some one or both of them had a, the feeling of I mean maybe getting the ick maybe this is coming all too fast mm-hmm. and instead of kind of breathing with that they were like let's double down and go on a road trip sucks and I think that that was kind mm-hmm. of uh, yeah it's hard it's the instincts might have been a little off with the road trip I miss having those times where you're just like down in the dumps you pop on an album and just feel it God I used to, I had the best when I got dumped over the phone. Best stand-up I've ever had. Exactly. Ah. Best I've ever done. Just like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm human. Turns out I know exactly how everyone... I'm like, now I know what music's about. Yeah. Yeah. So enjoy it. I mean, you're in a downfall, sure, and it sucks ass. It's going to be questioning horrible. everything, but that's... The, somebody retreating on you is a blessing when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have yeah. to waste another month, another year with somebody who isn't ready for what you have. And by the way, you're hot as fuck. You look like if I was shoved into like a gorgeous blender and poured into a you molding of a hot bitch. You already are. And th- thank you. Is this happening now in front of Jared? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't going to back down just so everyone I know. I'm, no. I'm on lesbian Zoom. Yeah, yes. this is it. This is it. It's People pay high dollar yeah, for that. This is huge. This is video. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say it was an episode of True Blood <laughs> where one? the character, is her name Anna Camp, the actor? Mm-hmm. Sookie? And she, she didn't play Sookie. She played, she had a really big part. She played this like sorority queen who yeah, like, yeah, yeah was just always winning and was so in charge. And then there was a moment, I forget what happens in the show entirely, but I just remember this moment and the feeling there's a moment when she like loses in front of everybody. And in that moment, she screams, I'm humiliated. And I thought that that was so funny and incredible because for me, it's like when I'm humiliated, I want to disappear. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do is announce to the, a whole room of people that I am humiliated. You want to almost slink out and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. I was like, that is so funny to <laughs> have, like, that's a totally different type of person, a totally different brain to scream, I am humiliated to everyone in the room. Oh. And I thought, oh my God, that's so, I want a piece of that. <laughs> and when I, I got dumped uh, after about two months, a year ago, and in that moment, it became clear to me, like, the it's like when you fall down and, like, everyone's going to laugh at you. Like, the only thing you can really do is, like, make it worse or just, like, fully lay out. Yeah. You have to, like, sort of, like, own it somehow. Yeah. Like, one time I was, like, I was drunk alone at home listening to Katy Perry's Fireworks and trying <laughs> on my girlfriend's clothes. And our friend, who was also living with us, came home and was, like, he did the whole, like, slow, like, He's hearing music. He's at the door. He's unlocking the door. He's opening the door. He's like, is there a party here? There's no one here. He like goes to check her room and he opens the door. And then there I am like drunk at like four o'clock alone, like in a sequin tunic and Birkenstocks dancing to Katy Perry. And in that moment, I was so humiliated. But the only thing worse than being caught in this moment, uh, was 
showing how humiliated I was by like freaking out and stopping and running into the, so I just thought, bitch, keep going. Yes. <laughs> so I just kept dancing and I was like, Hey Jeremy. And I said like, it was nothing. Hey Jeremy. And I just like, keep going. And I'm like, but inside I'm dying, but I'm like, this was the right move. This was the only move. Um, so when I got broken up with, I just, I felt like the way I would tell anyone about it was like, he dumped my ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. He dumped my ass because it's like, what, I mean, there's what, there's no, anything else is, is humiliating. Yeah. At least I can be in control of the narrative. Yeah. And I can, I can center myself in rejection. Because when you're rejected, you, you don't exist. You know, that's what's so hard about it. It's like, you, like you're, you're like expelled from the story. Um, but if you, can ma- if you can somehow preserve your, yourself, <laughs> your or existence, the, yeah, the way that it gets uh, it's told. Better. And people always, can, people always know in whatever scenario you're spinning, whether you're t- trying to re kind of write, you know, we, the breakup story or whatever happened to you in a day where you're, people can sense when you change when it. you're trying, you know, somebody, or I've been seeing it a lot lately with people not having control of their job right now. A lot of people lost their job and I've been seeing a lot of people being like, but I've never, I actually like, this is good. No, I'm really, I'm, I prefer actually to, to not be working. And I'm like, I, we all know, like, of course, we all have empathy. Everything's awful and everything sucks. But I, I'm much more, my instinct, the way my brain works, is if I can share with you how horrible I'm feeling, mm-hmm. it releases my own feelings of being trapped in it. So if I can say to you, like, I'm mortified. Yeah. Or even through, through stand-up, too, which is that why, the, it, you know, the more fucked up type of the more truly pain you're feeling Mm -hmm. then I mean like if I can share this with a room full of people I have somehow mastered it within myself of like I'm full of shame for being a shitty person for being humiliated for being dumped flat out is like for me I'm like if I can run towards it yeah then I'm somehow releasing it from being trapped in my like psyche in my spirit but I think that that's the the worst part is when someone is dumped and then they lie and you know they're lying and they're like, I dumped them. It was my choice. Ooh. And I think that that's yeah. when, because people can tell. Yeah. So I love that you were yeah. like, no, 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 he dumped my ass. I think that's the best way to do it. It's powerful. It is. Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah. You're taking that shame and being like, yeah. I, yeah, you know what? It's humiliating. Yes. Lean into it. Exactly. And, and if he, and if this man who dumped my ass, so to speak, uh, was to see me telling this story, he'd have no notes. You know what I mean? Yes. He'd be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. God. See, I love that. That's why we, we did uh, an episode on our Patreon where we went through and read <gasps> our breakup texts where we got dumped and we read them out loud and Tumbling. they are humbling, horrible horrible some of them are like really embarrassing i almost want to pull mine up but that would be so traumatic <laughs> but it is but you know what once you read them why out were, loud, why were, wait why was yours so uh humbling and horrible well i realized that i have lived a life of lies where i kind of told myself stories that i have been in my past and now like basically being more honest through like a year of therapy and like clearer eyes, I'm in a, like a long-term relationship. I looked back and if you would have asked me if I'd ever had been dumped or like, I would say just once over the phone. 
And then I looked at these texts and I'm like, oh, I've been ghosted. I've been <laughs> dumped. A I've lot. been like <laughs> iced out. People have been not interested. And in my mind, I'm like, those never happened. I've always been the one. And I'm like, you know, just humbling in the sense that it's like, I think that they're, and it's also comforting, right? When you get dumped, you feel like I'm the only person who's ever been dumped. This is humiliating. <laughs> when in actuality, if you've lived a life, if you've dated at all, you've everyone's been dumped. Been dumped. Yeah. Everyone's been left high and dry. And so I was reliving a time in my life that I was like delusional. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I really thought that I was living this life where I was like, Hot I'm shit. Shane. Yeah, yeah. I am the Shane from the L word. And I am like the hottest thing to ever like touch women. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I'm just a regular stupid slut <laughs> who like has flaws and am not some people's cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, mine was in the responses that I gave to being dumped, which was <laughs> horrible. Like, I was like, no, 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 I, yeah, I was going to do it too, or something like that. Like, I tried to almost, like, meet them at their dumping level instead of just taking it like a man. You can't you quit. Know, just I'm, I'm fired or whatever. <laughs> you can't yeah. fire me, I quit. Exactly. That was honestly my response to every, I was like, yeah, 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 no, I feel the same way type of stuff. And one of them was a stand-up comedian who dumped me. Yeah. And that was humiliating. It's tough. And it was Rosie O'Donnell. And it was Rosie. <laughs> so still an honor <laughs> to be texted. Yeah. An honor to be nominated. Yeah. God, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting to go back. I also like, it's I also never knew that I ghosted anyone. I was like, I've never ghosted anyone. And I was looking through my messages to find the stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, I just like would dip mid-conversation mm -hmm. or just like after dates I, I really was like I'm like oh no oh no <laughs> yeah it's rough out there yeah have you ever ghosted it anyone happens. sure yeah oh my god like constantly basically like my only way was to ghost until I was like maybe like 25 or something mm -hmm. yeah so like love bomb feels like doesn't feel like the right um way to put it but like I've definitely like come on really strong and then pulled out really fast mm -hmm. um certainly like lust bomb I've certainly like lust bombed yeah. people horde <laughs> and it's it's tough it's really tough and it's almost in a way where like I can't even believe it I'm like wait just a week ago I was so sexually attracted to this person nothing about them has changed why am I suddenly repulsed by this person <laughs> I get that all the time and you realize like there's so it's like I mean talk about psychosexual it's like so much of it is like ooh. and then after that I, I I became celibate for a while without really know, I was I didn't know that I was doing it. I didn't say it out loud or anything but truly like years and wow. like uh because I just, the, the cycle kept repeating and I just didn't want to do it again to mm. someone. And I didn't know what to, I just knew that it said something fucking horrible about me. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't keep doing it. Like I, I'm, I'm horrified. I'm horrified by who I am. So I need to not do this and I got to figure it out. And until in the interim, until I figure it out, I need to just, we need to stop. We need to recall all the lettuce until <laughs> we figure out like what is going on with this fucking lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Back the romaine. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. How, Im how That's incredible actually really though, great. to be able to see like, okay, mm -hmm. we're in a cycle of destruction. It's happening over and over again. I would like to do a full <laughs> yeah. stop. 
It's incredible. Yeah. Not yeah. a lot of people. A lot yeah. of self-reflection. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we have one more question, and then we'll do the... Bumble fumble? Bumble. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, Jared, what is the worst sex advice you've ever uh, gotten? What is the worst sex advice I've ever gotten? Okay, I would say it, it's not necessarily like advice, but it... I... Okay. Um, I felt when I was... When I was when I just came out and I was starting to have sex, I felt like I was supposed to be a bottom and that that was like the only way. And that seemed to be this general consensus among men and it's very toxic and it's very racist Mm -hmm. and it's, it's all of the things. And I just never once for a fucking freaking fudging darn second asked myself, like, what the hell do I want? Yeah. Never even occurred to me to even try to maybe think that I was allowed to even wonder if possibly maybe I could ask myself, what do I want? Oh. Oh, and... And that 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 would that that's my answer. I think that's a great answer. I think the the best sex advice I didn't get was uh, keep keep an open mind and you can do whatever you'd like. And if you don't like what's happening, don't do it. Or, God, yes, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel like that happens that. a lot. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. we think that we have to be having the sex that we think we should be having based on what Mm -hmm. we look like and what we've seen on TV and how people treat us versus wait, am I, what do I want? No one fucking knows. I mean, people a lot of times do not ask. Everyone thinks Rachel's a top. Everyone thinks I'm a top. She is. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think something that a good thing that, that, uh, our generation and the next one uh, has been doing is just embracing like the spectrum of all things, yeah. including versatility. Because like, what a it's it's such a weird, crazy, dumb thing to think like just the idea that like any one person like couldn't top. Right. Yeah. It's like I'm sorry. Okay, you don't think that a gay guy can stick his fucking dick in a hot, wet hole? Right. <laughs> I actually think maybe that's possible. And it's like, <laughs> it's just so silly. It's like such a silly, and it's so, it has nothing to do with sex. It has right. nothing to do with sex. It's just like, we've decided what it means to be a man. We've decided what it means to be a woman. And and we're just going to, we're just going to copy, paste, copy, paste, right. copy, yeah. paste again and again and again and again. That was a great It's just answer. mirroring, yeah, the same type of shit. Yeah. That like the toxicness of the straight community. They're like, how can we do it? But for their style. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not pretty. My girlfriend is bisexual and her all of her friends are like lesbians and queer people. And when she started mm-hmm. dating me, she just told me this last night, which um we've been dating for almost three years. I don't know how this hadn't come up yet. She said when she started dating me, her friends gave her unprompted advice. They were like, this is all you got to do. Make sure you pick her up. Pick her up? They were like, women love to be picked up during sex. That is really bizarre. Yeah, unprompted. Have you ever heard that? I'm trying to think if I would, if there's any 
scenario where I would like to be picked up or if I would like to pick someone up. <laughs> it sounds, I don't, it sounds embarrassing hearing you say it out loud. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I would like to be like playfully lifted from a couch. Cute. Yeah. Okay. Like if there's like a, if there's like a, there's like maybe a cuddling and now it's time for bed <laughs> and I'm pretending I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that could be kind of fun, but like, do I no? Cause as soon as, as soon as I'm picked up, there might be like, there might be like an, a moment of pleasure, but then it would be immediately met with so much embarrassment yes. and shame. Well, there's not even like, I, I, when I heard it for the first time, I was like, oh, you mean when you're playing in a pool? <laughs> I was like, you mean pool play? Like when I try to jump into your arms and we do the lift from Footloose, but never would it for me feel sensual Yeah. to be lifted. Yeah. I think that's what I'm realizing right now. I think I'd like to be picked up in a completely unsexual way. Mm. Sure. But not necessarily in a wait, am I no actually I think sex too. I wanna get picked up. Okay, <laughs> it did come around full circle. That's what I'm learning. I wanna get picked up. Yeah. Here's a terrible bumble fumble from four years ago. I had just been broken up with and was on a Tinder rampage. I was going on dates every other day just because I was so bored and sad. I matched with a cute girl whose bio said she was twenty two. That seems like a red flag. <laughs> We decided to meet for some food. When I did finally meet her, she was super awkward and had this like horrible sinus infection and kept sucking up her snot while we were eating. No. I was so grossed out but kept going. Also, she kept telling stories about sneaking into bars, etc., and it made me feel like she might be younger than her profile. I asked her about I asked her if she was actually 22 and she said no. She just turned 18. What? So many red flags. So quickly but also my dumbass still asked if she wanted to come back to my place. Okay, that's, Why? that's her fault. That This is on you. We get there, and I offered her a beer. That's illegal. Okay. Um, she takes one sip and then drops <laughs> her super dark beer on my white carpet. And instead of picking it up right away, she, steers at, she stares at it, sloshing out on the floor, and goes, Oh, no. What the fuck? So I clean up the beer while she just watches me and doesn't even offer to help or apologize. So anyways, we end up having sex later on. Why? She, the parentheses say why. Oh my God, why? And while I'm going down on her, she's yelling, and I don't mean yelling, like full on screaming. She's going, Olivia, Olivia, Olivia. And I had to tell her to stop, to be quiet, because... Uh, Is that her name? I don't know. I had multiple roommates, laughing, smiley emoji. It sounded like she was have in a terrible porno. So I attempted to go down on her again, but she kept yelling my name just as loud as she was. So finally, I just got up and I said, I don't think we should continue this anymore. I took her home and when I dropped her off, I politely told her I didn't think that we were a very good match. She got super angry and stomped away like a little kid and I never saw her again. It was the worst experience that I'd ever had. I deleted my app that night and decided I was done going on dates for a long while. Luckily, just a few months later, I met her. I met this uh, absolute smoke show while we were both in nursing school and then we got married next October. Oh, that's cute. Um, Olivia, Olivia. So, okay. I, I'm overwhelmed by this story. 
And thank you for sharing this bumble fumble. And that's a big bumble to find out that they're 18 on the date. It's just <sighs> bad. Bad well, news. And I mean, we don't know how old this person is. This person seems to be in their 20s. And but like when it you can't lie about your age, first mm -hmm. of all. And then when I think this is a common theme in Bumble Fumbles, they start writing about whatever happened. They hit this first red flag and the writer knows they're like, this they're is like bad. that's a red flag. But I continued when you see these first red flags, when you're experiencing them. Fucking go. leave. Leave right away. You know what? I've been there. I've seen so many red flags and been like, well, she's hot. No. So I probably should continue. I guess. I mean, but I think, and then be, I think there's just so many times people are like, well, they said something super mean to me, but I kept going. Or like, you know, they were too drunk, but like, I just, <laughs> or like, you know, they said something kind of supporting of Trump, but I just, I decided, you know, I liked her hair. <laughs> Who fucking cares about how beautiful somebody's hair is? These are bad people. These are liars. These are mean people. These yeah. like get out of there. Make up. Don't even make an, up an excuse. Literally say I'm leaving and go. And it's it's gonna keep. It's just it's gonna keep happening. Because the thing is, it's it's like a it's a hindsight thing. In hindsight, you go, oh, you start counting up all the red flags. <laughs> but in the moment, there were zero red flags. Yeah. And all you have is hope. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Okay, okay. Things come up and you go, huh, that's weird, but um, okay. What about, <laughs> yes. Look at her hair though, wow. You know, I think it's a lot easier to say that in hindsight. Like now she's telling the story of the worst Tinder date of her life, but when it was happening, she didn't know that that was what that was. Yeah, yeah. She said, this is the current Tinder date of my life. The, the latest Tinder date of my life. Right, you don't know until You really it's, don't. You don't know. And then you don't you know until it's a little cut. too late. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as you get older, you start to like, you start to get a sixth sense about it mm -hmm. and you, you nip things in the bud. Like I went on a Tinder date the other day with someone who was so chaotic. <laughs> Every story he told was just pure chaos. And, but he, he had a New York accent and he was like, which is charming because mm -hmm. also I'm from New York, I'm from Long Island. Um, and he was very cute <laughs> and he had really nice hair and I just thought okay like I'm here for a little while like it's not it doesn't have to be serious and like he is something about this is very charming to me as he tells me stories about who he just hooked up with or like who, uh -oh. like how drunk he got and fell off an e-bike uh -oh. <laughs> you know and I'm like oh, oh, this is a little um but then he went like one thing too far uh, which I can tell you off pod. It wasn't crazy, but it was enough um, that I just thought, fuck, God, fuck. And I, I hear, in the moment, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I was like, okay, so he did this thing. <laughs> like, let's just keep trying. Right. And like, I literally like kept him with me for like 20 more minutes as I was like just trying to rev back up for yeah. him, but I just couldn't get there. And when we just had to let it go. And then the, the next day he kind of followed up to maybe hang out again. And I just was like, like this can't, like I, this can't. And I'm like, cause I'm knowing now, like if anything happens and it will, 
I will know that this was the moment I could have stopped it. Yeah. So it is interesting to sort of be on the other side of it and be like, there is some parallel universe where like I hooked up with him and something terrible happened, but like, it's just hypothetical because I didn't go there. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. God. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is hard in the moment when you're trying. And I also do appreciate the super cuts that we get yeah. of the, the like, and I knew it, and I knew, but we're <laughs> but we're pushing forward. I've also been on dates where I've done I the pushing knew, forward, yeah. And I knew that I was giving them red flags, and we both <laughs> know we're both just eyeballing each other like we're in a western, just like <laughs> you know I'm shit, you know I'm shit, and no one's bad. And like, fine, let's go. Like we all know, You're and I've chicken. done that that dance. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this man, he the things he was sharing, I was like. I have on a date? Know. On a first date? This is wild. God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, Jared, do you want to plug anything? I want to plug uh, Nikki Fresh on Roku. Yes. And the Green New Deal. Hell yeah. I love that. And where can we find you on social media? At Hey Jared Hey on Instagram and Twitter. I love that. That's and so nice. I want to say thank you so much for taking time to do this podcast with us from a different time zone and just for being on in general and being so fun and open. And mm-hmm. I love you so much. And you're one of my favorite comedians. You're so fucking funny. Yeah. And whenever I see you anywhere, I get super fucking happy. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You're, you're a true diamond. So I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me and for saying that. That's so sweet of you. Yes, it's real. It's it's 100% real. I fucking love, love Jared. Jared. I love Jared. I love Jared. I love Jared. He's mine. No, he's mine. <laughs> okay, um, that was so much fun. I do want to read a Queer of the Week, though. Are you ready for yes, it? Yes, please, please, please. And if you all have any Queer of the Weeks, Bumble Fumbles, or inquiries, mm-hmm. email us at morethanfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah. All right. Hello. I'm reaching out to nominate my amazing wife, Kara, for Queer of the Week. July 23rd is her 30th birthday. Sorry, we missed it. But happy 30th. It's, uh, I'm counting down the days with 30 gifts in 30 days. How fucking cool would it be to get a shout out from you ladies as a gift? Oh. Kara's the most beautiful, badass soul I have ever known. She and I met in a meeting for a mutual client. We both work with individuals with developmental disabilities and have since started new programs and projects on our own. Kara is also the first queer woman to serve on our town's city council and is working with uh, Equality Ohio to pass equal housing and employment ordinances. Oh, shit. Holy hell. That's amazing. We have a political queer. Yeah, this is very hot. During COVID, Kara developed programming so she could still provide virtual services to those in need uh, who needed it the most, school-age kids. I could go on forever about how obsessed I am with her and humbled to be her partner every day. She's a huge fan of the show, and it would make her so happy to be featured. Thanks. Oh, my God. Happy Queer. <gasps> you They're guys are so, so cute. cute. Oh, shit. No. I don't remember. Happy this. Queer of the Week. Oh, my God. I love God. that. And thank you so much for doing, like, you're fucking making the world a better place. Yeah, for real. I feel like we need queer people throughout every aspect of the fucking world and i'm like thank you for doing the fucking work yeah that was beautiful i'm just out here you know 
screaming uh, yeah. into a microphone. Uh-huh. So thank you for actually putting boots on the ground. Exactly. If you will. Yeah. Um, and I do mean Doc Martens. Yeah. No, obviously. I, Doc I think Martins. boots on the ground was meant for lesbians. Yeah. hundred percent. That's, that's us. That's <laughs> our boots on the ground. Yeah. So thank you. And happy 30th. That was cute. I love that. Uh, so the review this week is actually going to be on after dark because you and I, Oh, we, we are started going watching. to be on After Dark. I know we, you know, the L word Generation Q is out. We watched season one. We kind of ripped it apart. And so we're going to now on After Dark review each episode of season two. So you're going to want to check that out. And we will be doing voicemails as well. But yeah. that's going to we're going to really get to sink our teeth into it. I have to tell you, though, and this might come as a shock. Tell me. Did I, you like it? I loved it. Oh my god! I feel like I don't even know you. You don't even know me. My uh, my girlfriend was like, "Why you've been making fun of me this whole time for liking it?" And now I watched it, you and liked I it? am obsessed. This is I'm oh, obsessed. I can't wait to talk. About I cannot this. wait to dish about it. I am so into this show. What? Yeah, out of nowhere. Who are you? Out of the nowhere. The pandemic changed your changed heart, me. Mackenzie. I told my girlfriend the other day. I said we got to go back to watch the original. Oh sh- shit! I'm into the show oh my god i can't even believe that what i'm hearing right now wow we got to talk about it yeah check that out on after dark on patreon and if you need anything from me personally please let me know i'm here as a confidant (laughs) you really are yeah let me know i fucking love our listeners if you need anything let me know unless it's a a liver because these ones are blown out bitch (laughs) these are blown out (laughs) all right i'm Mackenzie goodwin i'm rachel scanlon go to something gay today